Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. This podcast is also brought to you by AgDirect. No matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. We have a uh, quite a gallery of people here with us today. So we've got Paige Marsh, Jesse Peters, Mike Diener, and Kenny Sneed. How are you guys doing today? Good. How's it going? Long time no talk. It's been a little bit, Jesse. How you been, man? Good. I figured I'd uh, pop in today, check in to see how everything's going, and you know, there's not a lot of great news out in the world today. I get you know magazines delivered to my desk all the time. Sure. This one's about the the death of the fuel industry. In fact, I got one today. The climate is changing. I mean, it's sort of like pick a thing to be worried about. So I figured I'd come on the <laughs> Moving Iron podcast and maybe look for some good news. <laughs> I uh, don't think we have too much good news here, but we can, we can sure we can make some stuff up. It's rough out there, man. It's rough. It's, it is tough. It is for sure. It's for sure. But no, good. Uh, good to kind of come and chat. We've got yep. we've got some folks. I don't think they've been on the podcast yet. So excited to introduce them to your audience. And um, yeah, good to be back. Yep. Paige, how you doing? I'm doing good. Casey, you? Not too bad. What's yeah. uh, so? What's new and exciting going on right now in uh, at Axon Tire? Well, oh man, H, you go first. Yeah, I feel like it just became slow season for the farmers, but it's just as busy as ever for us. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll let the guys talk a little bit more about what's going on, but we've just been busy as ever. Yep. yep. Our, our biggest challenge is not much different than it was, you know, at the beginning of the year, and it's making sure we can still have products for our dealers. Yep. Um, that's our that's our biggest struggle um uh i'll let kenny and mike talk specifically about some of the things they're seeing they represent kind of the northeast and eastern part of the canadian providences but um yeah product availability i mean still tons of crappy uh shipping issues out in the the bay so getting products is is probably the hardest but um all that being said we you know we're putting the pedal to the metal you won't find these guys uh, resting on their laurels, they're out on the road. They're meeting with our dealers, talking about how we can help, and, and we're more dedicated than ever. And I think probably more important than ever to making sure that you know when when times are tough that we can still provide resources and help and tools 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we're finding new and creative ways to do that all the time. Right on. Okay. Well, Jesse or Paige, whoever wants to do that, introduce who we got this week on the podcast. Yep. So we have, yeah, we have Mr. Mike Diener, who is our outside client advisor for the Northeastern Territory, which is also a lot of states. So I'll let him go over those um, here in a second. And then we have our inside client advisor, Mr. Kenny C. Which I got to say, if you're working in the agriculture industry, Kenny Seed is about the best name you could possibly have. Uh, like Kenny's, Kenny's been around the block, man. He, he knows his stuff, and we're excited to have these guys. Right on. Well, well, Mike, let's start with you. Um, Mike Diener, you, you cover the, the Northeast Territory and uh, uh, the one Canadian province, right, for, yeah. for Axel, right? Correct. Yeah, actually, a few provenance, but um, okay. pretty much Quebec um, for Canada, Quebec, and then eastward, and then... In the states, it'd be um, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Ohio, kind of eastward down to the Virginia area. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, quite. I won't uh, list off the states, so we have room to talk about all this stuff. But it's quite a few little states. <laughs> there, so. Right. It's an interesting territory. Yep. Now there is a uh, <clears throat> there's a fair amount of states. So you go all the way up in New England, all that area up in there. Yeah, unfortunately, there's not too much agriculture up in that. Uh, New England area, but there is there is a bit. Yep. Yep. There's a fair, there's a little bit up there. So, can you talk about a little bit about what it is that you're doing? Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Casey. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. I guess I um, started out and you know been in the agriculture all my life. Obviously not that old, but you know started out on a family farm and then come come to uh, doing the tires. Been here for five six years and and. Uh, started out as one of the, the road guys doing exactly actually Mike's particular territory and some some other states too and as we've expanded we just didn't have enough uh, boots on the ground or enough hands and so we've obviously expanded and that's a that's a good problem to have and um, so I've taken on a role the last year and a half two years just being inside sales support for two of the, the outside guys and and uh, you know really putting together a lot of deals and just helping them quote and figure out you know find stuff and um jesse kind of mentioned it earlier but it's what uh you know and page we, we're coming into our so-called slow time but yet we are busier than ever and as you know everything's still short hard to get and so we you know are doing a lot more groundwork um from guys like myself and the other inside guys just hunting down product finding stuff Figuring out what we need, figuring out what the market's asking for, locate it, try and try and be ahead of the curve a little bit. So when when the equipment dealer has a has a need, or they need something switched around or need something, we we have have an idea of you know what's available and and you know may not be exact, but we might be able to get something close. Or um, so just a lot of that type of stuff is what I do all day long. Is just you know somebody wants to set a sprayer floaters or something and while we may not have 800s but we might have 620s or we might have 710s or might have you know different solutions we that's essentially my job is just trying to find different things and find stuff that fit the customer's needs and and uh, be a support to to guys like mike and clint one of the other outside guys that's been on the road been on this your podcast before and that's really really what i do all day long is just finding stuff and putting his quotes together and 
lot of a lot of groundwork, I guess. Yep. Yeah, that, the support side of the, of the uh, on the, especially on the sell side, that support side of it makes a big difference because guys like me that go out and try to sell stuff and do other things like that may or may not be good at the finer details of the job. So <laughs> having having, some, having somebody that can can help me help me take care of those things is always is always a lifesaver. I, I appreciate you guys. So, <laughs> hey, for the benefit of your audience, I don't know if we covered this explicitly, and um, but. You know, depending on where you're listening from, chances are we've got a client advisor in or near the state that you're listening from. So the way our team is made up, Casey, and this is kind of why we're perpetually busy, is because, you know, when one section of the country is not busy, you know, we have sales territories in other parts of the country that are always busy. So um, we've got a client advisor team out on the western part of our country. In fact, we have another warehouse out there in the bay area um we've got a plains client advisor that is based out of the kansas state of kansas we've got a southern client advisor and when we say client advisor these are guys that are out on the road Uh, and then we've got a a central client advisor and then we've got a client advisor for the northeast and then newly i'm still kind of undergoing his training but we've got a client advisor dedicated to really the main part of Canada as well. So the way that works is our client advisors go out, they're meeting face-to-face often with our dealers and the sales teams figuring out what resources they need. Then they reach back into a team of inside support sales and sales engineers, Kenny being one of those. We've got three support guys uh, that are really the movers and shakers trying to find play chess or checkers depending on how you're looking at it, trying to figure out uh, and get the pieces together for what you know the the particular sales guy or or dealership needs. So, um, just briefly, we've got guys spread out all over the country, and today we we brought our northeast guys to right kind on. of chit chat about what they're seeing. Right on. Okay, Mike, let's talk about what you're doing up there, man. So you're covering a you're covering a with a Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio. That's that's big dairy country. That's big corn country. That's that's you know kind of the meat and potatoes of the of what they call the the northern corn belt you know so i guess as you take it's it's what you see happening out there right now what are some of the challenges you're seeing i know it's been really wet i know it's been cool to start off with and they've got a little blast of heat here of late but i guess what are you seeing out there what are your customers telling you yeah as a few weeks ago i was up in the state of wisconsin and um yeah the northern part they were just wrapping up um planting seed which is quite late mm-hmm. you know had to wait for the soil temperature to get up and then when that happened they kind of tipped into the rainy season a little bit there and it seemed to be a lot longer this year and then uh so yeah no as i'm getting but yeah i think 95 percent planted now everything was the southern part was looking really 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 good so they had the uh the guys in the south southern state of wisconsin Part of Wisconsin, they were really excited for the rain. They called it the million dollar rain. Yeah. It was just getting a little bit dry, and, and they had a good shot. It wasn't a wasn't a washout or anything. It was just a good, steady rain, and it, it everything looked really, really, really good. So, um, I know Wisconsin and Michigan they are going to have some really good crops. Um, kind of waiting for the rest of the states to see what they they come in, but uh, it was looking really good. Right on deal i know that's uh 
if you if you take a look at some of the stuff like we had a we had a frost kind of came through here late kind of nipped a few things i know that same kind of cold front came up there anybody having to do any kind of replant up there that you've that you've seen so far there was a little bit of replant in wisconsin mm -hmm. um but i think most that was a little bit of due to some earlier rains yeah but um the now everything was still young enough and that frost hit it wasn't uh it didn't get that bad so i think they got pretty good up there so the, so far this year, what are some of the bigger challenges you're seeing your customers face right now? Outside of the, you know, not being able to get stuff <laughs> and those, those kind of things. No equipment yeah, no equipment and those kind of things. What are some of the challenges you're seeing your customers face right now? Um, well, obviously with it being wet, it's flotation. Sure, um, yep. You know, Wisconsin generally is pretty, you know, they generally get it pretty good. So they don't have to worry about flotation too much. Um, but this year it's been flotation. Um, you know, everybody's wanting to get a little bit wider tire, larger tire. Um, and so we've been working with them on that. Do you have and many the, guys that are looking at, because a few guys have asked me this question, and I mean, I've seen them on the internet and those kind of things, but putting duels on, on sprayers, have you seen guys do that much? Is that is that an option this year just because of availability of maybe some 800s or 710s or something like that? We have done them. Um, I haven't done them in my territory. Um, Kenny could probably say a little bit better to that, but um, I'll let him answer that one. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do uh, put duels on there. Um, yeah. We have. There's, it's uh, a little more regional. Um, obviously, kind of like anything. Right. Um, we see Minnesota, the Dakotas, mm -hmm. um, up into Manitoba, Saskatchewan, up in that area. We see a lot of duels. Um, on sprayers um, when you get out further east more in mike's area um, especially when you're in pennsylvania um, maryland delaware they have a lot of real narrow roads sure. and yeah. um, different things out there they actually even run um you know on combines they call them narrow duels which are actually a, a dual setup that's under 15 feet wide yeah um just because their roads are so much narrower and things like that so they don't out in that area, they don't particularly like duels on sprayers because, um, well, even even in the Midwest, there's been a few mailboxes go down over the years. I think, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with duels. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it it is something that we like I say more regionally, but we do we do see some, and, and it definitely is a is a help. You, um, the benefit of duels on a sprayer are you can, you know, when the crop is actually up, you yeah. can still go down between the rows with with the duels. Um, Whereas flotation, you know, spray flotation packages where you're running sure. a real wide single, obviously you you can only run over the crop, you know, when it's real real small. Otherwise, you you know start doing yield damage. Sure. Um, but that was you see next. guys, you see guys swapping tires out, Kenny, like depending on time of year. Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, on definitely on sprayers, we see a lot of, you know. The, the traditional, like I say, flow packages are, you know, something that's normally run, you know, pre-merge pre and, and, you know, fall burn down, something like that. Um, mm -hmm. And then your normal spraying happens with, with row crop tires. So there's a lot of switching back and forth that goes mm -hmm. on there. Um, oftentimes a lot, of, a lot of the customers that use the, the large flotation use, um, you know, use both, have purchase both sets or buy the row crop with the sprayer and, you know, set of floaters yeah. as well. Um, but 
one of the one of the benefits, like I say, of duals is you can put them on in the spring, run them for pre-emerge, and then you can also leave them on a little bit longer if it is wet out and get get a little more flotation um, to help get through that mud. And, and a lot of oftentimes on those we see typically only dual on the on the rear of the machine. Um, there is areas uh, North Dakota we've seen dual on front and rear, dual all all four corners. Um, but it's then it, the benefit is it it's fairly You'll see even guys put the put the spacers on, leave them on, and then you just got to pop your wheel on and off. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, well, you answered my question on the educate Casey segment of the Moving Iron podcast. So that was that was my next question: was what what's the benefit of of the duels? Because I've seen that. You know, it's one of those things where I grew up in Kansas, so they put floats on early in the season, whether it's wet or not, and it's just more of a um, getting across the the wheat more than anything, and, and trying to watch that compaction and what you're doing there. I mean, that's a pretty standard thing. Get up here in Nebraska where I'm at now, uh, floats are an issue for two reasons. One is um, the soil that we have up here is really sandy and really loamy, so it, it almost works the opposite direction. You know, if it's if it's a uh, real hot and dry like it has been now, you can you can sink in that sand without even having even up being wet so you see a lot of guys mm -hmm. run floats and stuff like that so that the floater thing on on the sprayer is getting to be a bigger deal especially because these sprayers are getting you know they're getting bigger i mean I, you look at the new 1600 gallon sprayer that that deer's got and some of even these these bigger uh, floater chassis that have got 2000 gallons you know worth of 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 uh, uh application chemicals or whatever it is that they, they're spraying there's a lot of weight going across there. So, so Mike, when you're looking at that stuff, how are you, how are you having that conversation with your customer about what, what's the right tire to, to use in what situation? And you start talking about speeds going up and down the road at 30 plus miles an hour at, you know, you got 80,000 pounds worth of stuff in the back of your, back of your tank there. I mean, I, I guess how, how those conversations start and, and how are you combating that right now? Well, it's a, it's a real good question. Um, one of the things is a lot of, you know, people want these larger sprayers, and then when they, you know, go to their flotation tire, it's, you know, very critical. That's one of the questions we always ask. What models are going on? Hey, that's two reasons, so we can get the right bolt pattern and pile hole. But the other thing is, is weight rating. Um, that's really crucial, um, which then ties over to your air pressure as well. But sure. You're running a, you know, tire that's not rated for the weight well you're going to just trash that tire and it's going to you know only last a quarter of the lifespan and it's not going to be under warranty and as they get more expensive it's even you know better and then it's also this you brought up the speed um there is quite a few tires that aren't um able to handle the speeds that some of these sprayers go now um so that is very crucial um you know if um any of you guys do need, we ask your client advisor, but you can get one of these, uh, it's not showing up too good, but the mouse pads with the, it has the speed ratings on it and uh, the weight ratings, That's it's super crucial. It's um, one of the, probably the first questions that we ask is what machines are going on. Yeah. So we know exactly what they're running into. Yeah. You know, we'll even see, we'll even see guys now, you know, which I, I think, even five years ago wasn't really that compelling of an argument but we'll see guys putting on like if tires sure you know, like firestone's got a destination brand that you know they'll put their implement tires on these sprayers just because 
they're getting so heavy. Mm-hmm. That's really the benefit of that IFVF technology. Yeah, you're not dragging a bunch of weight behind you, but the other benefit of IFVF is you can carry 40% more weight on that tire. So um, we'll see guys do complete swap outs of, of their entire implement tires to like an IF just to handle the weight you're talking about. So that, that argument um, that we make, um, I, I would implore every sales guy at a dealership to at least bring that up to their customers because um, it does matter. The, the more weight uh, this equipment's carrying, um, man, you're really going to start impacting your, your yield with compaction issues sure. and all that kind of stuff. So Absolutely. So, so Kenny, when you're working with, with folks right now and you're t- working with, with Mike and, and your guys that you're out there supporting, what kind of uh, conversations are you having around maybe some of these special kind of builds you're putting together and, and uh, you know, tire ratings and those kind of things? Yeah, so a lot of what um, I'm doing, yeah, is just, you know, Michael maybe run across somebody on the road and says, hey, I got an issue and I need to, to do something. I know one of the ones we're working on currently is a, a deal up in New York where um, it's on a 5,000 series. John Deere has a, you know, can get the tractor with R1 tires, you know, just your typical, you know, 18 fours and that from the factory and he wants it for veggies. Um, and so he's, you know, trying to get something for that. And, and we're working with him to put a, a package together. And so a lot of what I get into is a lot more of the, the nitty gritty is, you know, what, what is the tractor? What do you need? What's the row spacing? You know, all that kind of stuff. And that's when we start putting together, you know, the whole, the whole package and, and, for instance, on that one, you know, able to come up with a tire wheel and package that gets them set up for their, their 70 mm-hmm. two inch center to center for doing veggies. And, um, so that's a lot of, a lot of what I'm doing. These conversations is, is more dealing with, you know, repeat issues that, that keep coming up and, um, you know, back to the sprayer thing, like there's a lot of, it used to be where kind of a standard rule of thumb was a 166 D rated tire was perfect for a lot of the, the sprayers. Well, now you jump into, um, like on the deer, for instance, um, when the R4044 first came out, um, a 166 D tire is no longer heavy enough, um, right. you know, on these flotation packages, you have to go. So we've gone up to the 171 tire as as the minimum but it like you you mentioned everything just keeps going up and so that's really what i try and do is just keep a keep a mental log or learn you know the weights of these machines and what they're doing and how fast they go and and trying to find you know figure out solutions that that uh fit the fit the bill um and we're even seeing you know back to the sprayer conversation we're seeing a, a big shift with um deers done a lot and even some of the other ones going to a larger larger floats like the 650 65 r38 was kind of a a big tire in the past and we're seeing a lot more you know larger flotation packages going 46 inch rim 710 46 846 um so it, there's a a lot of as you said the the shift in the market is everything's getting bigger everything's getting heavier and there's a yeah there's a lot of changes happening yeah <clears throat> So a question I have for you, and I've I've always wondered this just from I'm a real crop country area, you know, I don't really have anything out of the ordinary out here, but when you're looking at vegetables, how many customers do you have that are searching for that? Maybe not not the R one or the R two or maybe like an R four or even like a 
like a turf tire of sorts because of how that the aggressiveness of the tire against the you know whatever crop they're growing or something like that how much does that come into play um quite a bit actually there's um so in in uh, this mike's region the north what we call the northeast there is um in new york and um michigan mm -hmm. um those two states primarily there's some in in jersey and out that way there there is a, some real it's real small pockets you know not as large as as our guys on the west coast would see um but there, there's more and more of that where guys are you know wanting something special specialty and it's it's not a you know in some cases there's something that deer doesn't even offer you know as a manufacturer sure. and so that's where yep. we really dive in and, and there is a a growing number of customers that are looking for that it's you know every every couple of weeks i would say there's some some sort of a an application where you know the, the out of the the box yep. package doesn't work um and that's where we're able to, to work with with them and find stuff um and like you mentioned some of those different turf um you know you see a lot of like versa turfs on some of these compact tractors sure. yep. and that that hybrid and, and that's a really good those are really good tires um alliance makes some carlisle um and those are definitely um kind of an all-around tire for your smaller piece of equipment they're not you know not as aggressive as an r1 but if you're not needing the traction of you know pulling and dragging an implement through the ground you can actually th those are really beneficial um, because they are better on compaction because you got more more uh, tread on the ground more surface area mm -hmm. um, but also then they still have a lot of edges and stuff so they're good on hillsides and different things like that so you can do a lot of things with with just tires and good for you know the machine spending a lot of time on the road they're they wear great you know a lot better than an r1 tire yep you also you know with, with some of those specialty setups we see you know whether it's an orchard or some kind of unique raised bed situation these guys are also honestly worried about the height of the machine right um so that that comes into play especially with some of these custom wheel setups that kenny and his team will will put together so it's not always just the width you know a lot of times they're trying to stay above or below a certain height and honestly that's the only way to do that without you know redoing the whole machine is to put a different tire and wheel package on so that that comes into play a lot more than a lot of people realize too yep okay yeah in, in mike's territory we have there's a lot of um in maryland delaware there's a lot of um poultry and that's oh, a, yeah. a big yeah. market out there um mm -hmm. And a lot of those guys are, you know, smaller, lower sheds, and they, they use a lot of four or five, 6,000 series tractors. And, you know, they, they want them larger horsepower with a loader because they're, you know, moving the chicken litter in and out. Um, but yet a lot of those barns are lower. And, and, yeah, we've had guys that call in and say, hey, I got this tractor. This is what I can get in my factory options. Um, but I the draw bar is this high, and I have to have the draw bar five inches lower. What are we going to do? And, you know, that's, that's a scenario that we run into. We, just like Jesse said, we start calculating, hey, here's the tire diameters, and you have to make sure your front and rear ratios match and, you know, for the mechanical front wheel assist. And right. um, that's another thing that we get a lot of inquiry on. Yep. I, would, I would definitely, you know, obviously pumping our own website for a minute, head over and check out our blog sometime, Casey, or if you're listening. Okay. Um, you know, as a sales guy, 
you've, you've heard it all until you haven't, right? And you're going to get that one question from some one-off truffle farmer or some orchard setup that he saw somebody else doing. Uh, we talk about a lot of these unique setups on our blog. So check it out. We've taken some of the more unique ones we've run into over the years and um, actually put product info, how we solved the problem, what was the setup, what was the machine. It's an awesome area. So just go to axontire.com, click on resources and head to our blog. And you can, you can, we literally tell the story of how the phone call came in, how we helped the dealer solve the problem for his customer. Um, I think it's a great resource for your audience to kind of go see some of these unique setups we've been talking about. Because you're right, if you're in Iowa or somewhere in the breadbasket, we see beans and corn. And it's not that exciting. Right. At the end of the at the yeah. end of the day, it's just how wet is it? Yep. That's all we care about. That's exactly right. So, yeah. yeah. All right. One last one last question, Mike. When you're uh, with these setups and this various thing you're going on. What kind of conversations are you having around ballasting and how that works with the tire, whether higher tread rating or a, a, a smaller tread rating, just depending on what they're doing? I mean, so when you're talking about ballasting, how are you having that conversation? Uh, it goes by, you know, every, everybody's different. Everybody has their own, their own um, it's a need. And it, every situation seems to say it's, it's vastly different. It, uh, there's no two situations are ever the same, um, surprisingly. Um, but uh, you know, just just get more information um, from what 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 are they actually doing? What's the conditions they're in? Mm-hmm. How that what what was their challenges before? What, how do they? And then we just you know get together and come up with a solution. And then so yeah, that uh, every every everyone's different, and yep. that's why we always try to get as much information as possible. Yeah. Right on, Kenny. Yeah. Do you see a lot of guys using? you know, ballast to help their application up in the Northeast very much or? Um, yeah, yeah, we would. Um, on, uh, on some of these smaller tractors, I uh, know we've done some, some changeovers on, on deer and some case and the name of whatever color. Um, and, you know, we try and make sure that we, there's a lot of, we use largely what we're hearing is mostly um the the cast weights or the wheel weights um for ballasting Mm -hmm. on on the rear um the days of liquid ballasting are pretty much i I mean it's still out there still prevalent um but a lot more um the the bolt-on ballast um but there is on on some of these units you know some you get some of those veggie tractors where they're you know using a a heavy three-point um toolbar and so we would use you know a lot of you know, get requests to make sure, you know, we've even have, had some 8,000 series where they want to run a single tire and wheel. And, you know, like we mentioned, coming from corn and bean country, um, you know, we have every, everybody's on 480, 50 duels, right? 30 inch rows and you take and put a, put a 380 on there or 320 and, and a single, and there's a lot of weight on, on that tractor. So, you know, in those situations, we definitely start asking, you know, what, what is, how heavy is a toolbar? What kind of a application are you in? Because um, we definitely need a tire that's going to be rated for that. And, and back to Jesse's point, that in situations like that, that's where you pretty much um, no alternative other than an IF or VF tire there to get to get enough load rating to to carry those implements. Right on. Was that your question, Casey, in regards to yep. handling the weight, or what? Mm-hmm. What was your no, I mean, it's what just because there's there's so many there's so many different tire options out there, 
Um, yeah. Just like like Kenny's point right there, we have a lot of uh, 380 and 390 size tires out here running around, and you know we have so many um, guys that are doing mounted planters and those kind of things, and it's just a lot of weight on the back of that tractor. Even if you duel that machine mm -hmm. up, and you're still you're still putting a lot of weight <clears throat> on those with a mounted planter and the machine and everything else you got going on. It's the ballasting side of it, even if you go with IF and VF, you still have a ton of weight back there, you know. So it's just uh, yeah. it's an ever-evolving thing, especially when you're starting to look at weight, speed, um, more and more 20-inch row type stuff. You see that popping up more and more, and that's just you start looking at your tire size. The ballasting thing becomes a bigger a bigger deal than if you have you know your typical 710 or a 520 or a 480 or something like that on there. It's just a whole different game so. well here, here's the good news right we can't control um global wars we can't no. control supply chain we can't control the weather we can't control inflation well at least not that type of inflation mm -hmm. um tire inflation yes we can but <laughs> the good news is you know i love this industry and i love this audience because you know we're pragmatic we have to help customers who can't afford to Honestly, sit around and worry about a lot of this stuff. We got to solve problems because we got to get out there and work. We got to right. get out there and solve some of these problems. So the the good news is we've got a team of people dedicated to helping solve those problems, and these are all things you can control. Um, nothing is unsolvable. We've seen. I'm not going to say we've seen everything, but in almost a hundred years of of being in business, we've seen a lot and. I'm confident our guys can can find a solution to solve almost any problem. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you know we started started this conversation with the doom and gloom, but I think the good news, the silver lining, is you know we're we're the part of the equation that you can control. So uh, we encourage your customers to make that call and you know take back some of that control and, and help your customers because you know right now not every conversation you're average sales guy at a dealership is having is a good conversation with your customer anymore uh, so yeah there's truth to that that's for sure yeah right on so anyway all right Paige, it's my favorite part of the podcast mm -hmm. what's what's the this, this month's giveaway well before i announce the giveaway i just mm -hmm. want to add a little more sunshine to your guys's day right. um I was talking to a couple of farmers here last week and it was, in, it was the middle of a thunderstorm. And I think I saw a couple of happy tears start to well up in their eyes. And Mike said million dollar rain earlier. So when it rains in June in the Midwest, that's pretty much a million dollar rain. So I think the farmers were pretty happy about that. Now, if we could get another one in July, that would be a $2 million rain. So <laughs> right. right. That's exactly right. We'll keep right. our fingers crossed. Yep. <laughs> um, but the podcast for this month or the, sorry, not the podcast, the giveaway for this month's podcast. You guys already got a little bit of a sneak peek um, from Mr. Diener, but Jesse is holding up the giveaway. This is a um, mouse pad with, you got speed ratings on there, weight ratings, uh, different types of tires. You just got a lot of tools on there. And if you get one of those, then you can set it right on your desk and it's always with you. So you know, um, it's funny when, when Kenny gets a phone call, um, you know, we can usually tell which one of our customers has one of these because they start rattling off the correct metric conversion. It's like you probably have one of our 
<laughs> handy dandy yeah. resource pads here, don't you? But uh, but Paige, there's a catch this month, Casey. Right. We're gonna we're gonna see how smart the Moving Iron audience is. We're gonna throw them a curveball. So the way you claim your gift this month is gonna be a little different. So you got you got to listen carefully, Paige. Give them instructions. How do they get their free gift this month? So this month we have put together a page for the audience. Um, it is axontiretips.com. So if you guys visit that webpage and you check out some of our tire tips, and then if you scroll to the bottom, there will be a place to submit a form for a free mouse pad. So right on, Outstanding. Yeah. And since my team might kill me, but since I'm, I'm the boss and I can do this, for everybody that <laughs> fills that form out yeah. on axontiretips.com, I'm actually going to throw another one in. So it's a twofer. A twofer. So that you, that. Can, you can have one on your desk and then you can throw one on the desk of one of your sales guys in your dealership and say, hey, you might find this helpful. So I'm going to give you two for every form your guys fill out. I'm going to actually throw in an extra one. So go to axontiretips.com, fill out the form, and we'll make sure you get your free resource out here. So Outstanding. Look out. There you go. That's awesome. So good stuff, man. Um, Mike, Kenny, either one of you guys have anything else you want to close out with? No, not really. Appreciate you having us on, and definitely uh, we see everything uh, still staying strong, and yeah, we're we're staying strong too. Right on, right on. Kenny Page, anything? Or Kenny Page, Jesse and Page, you guys got anything you want to throw throw out there? Well, I would say um, we're looking forward. I'm, I've got some exciting things planned. Um, I'm working with vendors already. I know it sounds early, but in today's climate, I got to start. Um, I'm excited to, to unveil some really cool stuff at your show coming up awesome. uh, in Nashville. So stay tuned for more information. I'm excited to, to see your guys down in Nashville. And, you know, our sales guys, our client advisors are out there. And I ask them every time, make sure you guys are mentioning uh, the Moving Iron Summit out in Nashville. It's, it's my favorite event. And I do a lot of events. It's my favorite event of the year. So. Oh. That's awesome. Um, I, I, we're, I enjoy we're excited it too. to be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's a bunch of shenanigans with a bunch of equipment, guys. I mean, what more could you what more could you ask for, right? <laughs> right. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. All right. You folks want to reach out, Jesse, folks want to reach out to Axon. What's the best way for them to do that? Uh, you know, old school. If you got a rotary telephone or something, a flip <clears> phone, whatever, dial 888 980 that's our phone number to get you to the right client advisor. Again, 888-980-1208. Uh, so give us a call there or just head to our website. Uh, honestly, that's the best way, axontire.com. We've got web pages for each of the sales guys. We've got forms on every page. Uh, we're not hard to get a hold of, and we'll make sure we point you in the right direction. Right on. Go to the website, check them out. You want to see uh, a little background on 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 Mike and Kenny that's all right there on their webpage and and uh, it's a very well put together webpage so my hat goes off to you guys for that so congratulations on that webpage so with that I am Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast you can find me at Facebook Twitter and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC go to LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast and check out the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel where you can see the video version of this podcast that we're doing right now so if you're interested in doing that check that out good friend of mine Alex Trachenko has gone back to Ukraine to pass out humanitarian aid. So if you're 
if you're interested in helping Alex, go check out his GoFundMe. That's uh, it's Help Alex Transport Aid from Poland to Ukraine. Check that out, and however you can help him. He's over there right now. Just dropped off his first two tons of stuff at some some town I can't pronounce in Ukraine, but it's about 10 miles away from the front line. So he's he's right there. He's right there in the middle of all that. So out there helping his countrymen. So any help you can help throw Alex's way, that'd be great. So with that, I am Casey Seymour with I got a long list here, so I'm gonna go back to so I can make everybody right here. Paige Marsh, Jesse Peters, Mike Diener, Kenny Seed. Until till next time, let's go move some iron, folks. Out. Axon Tire is going to have more tips, tricks, and client advice throughout the year and in September at the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville. If you're looking to sign up for the event, please head over to movingironllc.com. We hope to see you there. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving higher in the 21st